You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This A's Cast download is brought to you by Link Soul. Go to LinkSoul.com and by Nest Bedding. Love where you sleep. Go to NestBedding.com. From baseball's top personalities. The Hall of Famer, one of the great TV broadcasters, Bob Costas is here on A's Cast Live. To the A's legendary players. Five-time Major League Baseball home run champ, Mark McGuire is with us here. You never know what stories you're going to hear. We used to come out here to lunch and run with our shirts off. (laughs) (laughs) You would say. This is A's Unfiltered with Chris Townsend. Time now for another edition of A's Unfiltered with Chris Townsend. We've got not one, but two Hall of Famers and a great coach. Ricky Henderson, Dennis Eckersley, and Eric Martins. Man, this is a list of lists. Let's start with one of the greatest of all time, Ricky Henderson. Welcome back to A's Cast Live Hall of Fame edition. We're here with the greatest of all time, Ricky Henderson. On days like this, it's so special to bring in new guys into this A's Hall of Fame. What's it like for you to welcome people into this club? Oh, it's a great thing to welcome people in the club, but it's a great thing that you play with a lot of these guys, and you know what they went through, you know what they mean to you as well as the team, and getting into the Hall of Fame. It's just a great honor for an organization. To me, organization used to do things like that. It's great for an organization to do things like that, to bring the people back that did something for them, that did something for the city. You know, when I think about you growing up here in Oakland and the 70s teams and a guy like Gene Tennis coming in who won three straight World Series, what's it like? And, of course, we're celebrating Vita Blue also. What is it like for you, these guys coming in now to the Hall of Famer, guys that you grew up watching? It's great. They give them a chance to, you know, like you said, mean a lot to the city. For, for the team to bring in the Hall of Fame, to bring the guys back. You know, the guys that, like you said, when I look up, I get to meet them, I get to see them, I get to sit down and talk to them a lot more. Uh, enjoy their company about what baseball was. But baseball was great to me in the 70s. Like I used to sneak into yeah. the fence. <laughs> you just look at the baseball game. Yeah. So it was a lot of fun for the kids. And of course, Carney Lansford and you played together. You won a championship together. He hit behind you before you went to New York. And then once you came back from New York, talk about Carney Lansford as a teammate. He was a great teammate. He was a hard player. He understand the game. He played the game the right way. He was a leader. You know, when things go wrong, he'd speak up. He wanted everybody to go out and, and give their best, no matter what happens. And uh, he broke, seemed like, the bunch together as a family. And, and we understood one another. We knew what we wanted to go do out of the field. So everybody had a part. You think about those teams that you had. We're just talking to Dennis Eckersley, also an ace Hall of Famer. You know, when you guys, when you came back, the team was like a group of rock stars. You went to three straight World Series. You won one. We always joke that you guys couldn't just walk into the hotel. You had to go through the back. I mean, it was like a traveling rock band. When you look back at those times, just how do you feel that you guys were, I mean, truly were great? We, we could, like you said, we had to go in the back way to get in. Because 
we had followers, we had people that enjoyed us playing the game. So it was special. We were, it was special to the people, it was special to us to just have that feeling going into a, a city or going into a hotel. That you know, you know the people's out there back. You know the people's following you, they're pulling for you. What do you remember about Jason Giambi? <laughs> Jason Giambi, uh, things I probably say, you know, he was. He was, a, he was a young kid when I, when I was up here, when he first came in. And I, I think me and him uh, got together, we clicked as a, as a player, as a person. That's just a, and me and him had a great time together. We were a tight friend. And, uh, you know, he was one of the special guys to me. Let's end on this because we want you to be able to get ready and celebrate with the guys. Now that we talk about people stealing more bases, your name is brought up more than ever lately, talking about want to see more people play like Ricky Henderson. What does that mean to you all these years later? We're talking about we need more of what you brought to the game. Oh, man. <clears throat> I think, it's, you know, when they go about and say they need more of, of, of people, of players that play the game the right way, I would say it like that. Uh, it makes it exciting, you know, and, and to me, when it's a, even more people to, to play the game like Ricky, it's based upon, uh, you know, making things happen. And I think this year, to me, I saw a lot of different in, in the kids that's playing the game. Now they seem like they're a little bit more looser. They running a lot more, and you can sit in the stands and look at the game and enjoy the game. Maybe a couple of years ago, I was getting bored of the game. I said, that ain't the way I played the game. So uh, it's a lot more exciting now, and I'm, I'm happy that, you know, they changed the game mostly all the way back to where it used to be, and, game, and kids and stuff like that going to do the fundamental of the game and playing the game. Well, I know A's fans, they'd love to have you back. It means a lot. When Eck comes back and you see Raleigh Fingers and you see the great players and you see not only Ace Hall of Famers, but Baseball Hall of Famers, it means a lot when you come back to the fans. And we always love having you on Ace Cast Live. Thanks so much for the time. Enjoy the day. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. The great Ricky Henderson. All right. Welcome here to Ace Cast Live Hall of Fame edition with one of the greatest pitchers in the history of the game, one of the greatest athletics of all time. Dennis Eckersley and Eck, you look money in your green blazer. How good does that feel? I like this color, doesn't yeah. it? Looks good with a pan working. Yeah, huh? yeah. <laughs> it's kind of nice. You know, I think about Carney Lansford going in, and I think about you also as a guy that grew up in the Bay Area, who grew up, and obviously we got Giants, and I know you grew up like the Giants too, but yeah. you grew up watching these great ace players, a guy like Gene Tennis. You grew up, those teams won three straight, and to be an ace Hall of Famer, what does that mean to you? It's so strange, you know, because I was talking to Gino uh, Tennis and, and uh, reminiscing about, I remember this, remember that, remember yeah. this. My first start in the big leagues, I was with Cleveland, was against the Oakland A's. Wow. 1975. And then we went back to that. Next thing you know, we're talking about free agency. We're talking about, you know what I mean? Yeah. And they have such, so many stories to talk about those 70s. You know, that that's when the game was on, on ready to flip, if you think about it. Talking about Finley, how he you know, ran the organization and how they got out, you know, member free. Yeah, yeah. And so anyway, uh, just reminiscing. And, and now I think about, you know, we had our part. I mean, there's so much history, you know, it went from the seventies to us, eighties, early nineties and the early two thousands. I mean, a lot's gone on here. And, uh, I, I, I just feel lucky to be a part of it because this was, if this was the most enjoyable, you know, happiest time of my life, thinking about playing for the Oakland A's, coming back to town, my parents coming to the games. I mean, it was That's heaven. Awesome. It was, it was <laughs> yeah. heaven. 
I mean, I could really appreciate And you guys it. are rock stars. Like, a lot of people, and we like to let our younger fans, because, I mean, obviously, people my generation, I was in high school at the time, and you guys were just, you guys, you just couldn't walk into a hotel. You guys were like a rock star team. You had, whether you're talking about Ricky and Jose right. and Stu and yourself and Dave Parker. I mean, you guys had rock star teams. Yeah. Oh, how about this? This shows you we are straight on the field. No, I'm fine. So just what was that experience like when you come back and you guys are now larger than life going to three straight World Series? I don't know. It's weird. It's like it never happened sometimes, you know. Uh, but then I could get back into it when I see people. When I see Dave here and there a lot anyway, guys I used to play with. Um, we, I mean, I was part of this, you know, to me, I thought it was a, <laughs> I thought it was a mini dynasty. But, you know, we did only one once. But uh, looking back, I mean, I always said that I was just proud to be in Oakland A, you know, whether or not when we went on there, I can't remember. You know, when you're in the middle of it and being a part of something like that, there's always the pressure of having to do it again every day, every day. You never enjoy it. Now is the time when you look yeah. back. But when you're in the middle of it, you're not thinking you're styling. Boy, we are special, aren't we? No, we got to do it today. You know, there's always that pressure. Let's end on this because I, I want to let you celebrate this. You, you know, we we think about having your name retired here, and I think about your then your career as a broadcaster. You've now retired. Your send off in Boston was something really special. I mean, it was like wow. It was like tear jerking. Yeah. How much they loved you. They loved just how honest you were. How honest you were about yourself. Because we're not we're not a lot of people are not used to a broadcaster and a former player and a Hall of Famer being this honest, right? Yeah. What was that send off emotionally like for you? Where basically New England. Gave you all that love. I mean, it was really special. It really was. As you know, I mean, I was so emotional. Yeah. I'm so emotional to begin with. Uh, but when it's over, it's over, you know? And I was, I remember I was thinking back to that time just recently and thinking about, oh, God, what am I going to say? I mean, it just has to, you know, you just have to, there's moments like that that just have to happen and you just got to go with it. Uh, and, I was lucky enough to, you know, play so long and then go into the booth. And um, you got to be so careful being in that booth. But if you're too careful, you're not going to, you know, say what needs to be said. So anyway, to be appreciated like that in Boston, and I was there for a long, long time. Uh, those people love baseball. And uh, I don't know. I just, they were nice to me, man. They just were. And I, I, I greatly appreciated it. Well, I, it's always an honor to have you on. We truly appreciate. Congratulations on retirement. I know you got the grandkids, and uh, you earned everything. As you're one of the greatest pitchers of all time. More importantly, you're an Ace Hall of Famer. It means so much yes. to our fans when you come back. It means a lot to me. It really does. It always will be. And I'm in the Bay Area now, so I'm back home. Got it. Great stuff. You got it. The great Dennis Eckersley. Eric Martins is with us here on Ace Cast Live. It's great to have you on. And I just want to say, first of all, congratulations to what you have done this year. We have really seen a dramatic improvement in infielders play. And isn't that what coaching is all about? Absolutely. I mean, we're at a point right now where we get to do that, you know, and that's what I love to do is coach. And, you know, we all look at Ron Washington. We all have a little bit of Ron Washington in us. I was fortunate enough to be able to be coached with him a little bit. And then when I was a hitting coach and when he was here and being able to be around him and bring that energy every day and just letting these guys know how important getting their work and their routine in on a daily basis. 
I, I talk about it all the time on this show. I talk about it in the post-game show, the Ace Clubhouse show, where I say no matter what the record is, you can always be getting better. And it was so key for these young guys to learn that, that we're always getting better. And I think here in the second half, you tell me what you're seeing. I know I'm seeing it. I'm seeing guys play the game. They're better. They're fundamentally better. And that's not only about you, but that's about all the coaches. No, absolutely. That's one thing that we've wanted to focus on to teach these guys is, you know, playing fundamental baseball. This is the big leagues, you know. And fortunately for you guys, you guys get to come up here and still have a learning curve where, you know, when we're going to be competitive, we're going to need you to know these things. So we're we're basing those things a lot. We do a little pregame meeting every every new homestand or every new stand, uh, series, and we break down certain plays and go over those and teach the fund. We call them bushy fundies, right? So we'll go over with a relay or something like that. And, you know, as far as the fundamentals goes, we are getting better there defensively with the infielders. I tell the infielders, I said, look, I said, this is a day-in process. You know, you got you to gotta manage your day, right? You got to come in. You know you're going to hit. You know you're going to work out. You're going to eat. You might see the trainer. But you also got to add defense into that. And our routine that we do is five minutes. So if you can't give yourself five minutes on a day, you're not preparing yourself fully to be prepared for the game. You know, I think about certain guys are just different. I mean, when I look at Jordan Diaz, to me, he's not a natural infielder compared to Nick Allen, who is a natural infielder. Talk about how you work with different guys and different skill sets. Absolutely. We have our routine out here where it's based on our footwork. I do a little ladders and cones and a little glove work, just the different the, the routines that we're doing. Guys with Nick probably touching a little bit more on things that he needs to still continue to get better on, right? Not so much of the fundamentals because he's so fundamentally sound. With Jordan, he needs a little work everywhere, you know, and it starts more importantly with his feet, trying to get his feet quicker to be a little bit more athletic. He's always caught the ball, right? But everything that's been a problem with him has been his footwork, whether after he catches the ball, his feet are lazy, which affects his throws. So he's been on top of that since we got him late last year. I told him the importance of him getting out here. He wants to hit, of course, because he's a hitter. But understand that him, you're coming out and playing third base now. Yeah. Right? And we're giving you a run. Yeah. So do you want to be embarrassed or do you want to come out here and continue to get better and prove people wrong? You said you weren't a good defender back in the day. And so now you've seen a difference in him. He's always out here every single day. You know, making it important for him to manage his day that he's out here on time getting his work done. And he works really hard, and you see the improvements with him. I always – two guys I always bring up that I watched a lot, because I always say middle infielders have such great feet. They have the rhythm. They have the feet. They're like dancers. I think Ozzy Smith, yeah. who arguably is the greatest of all time, and Roberto Alomar. There was just something about them. Maybe you can explain it a little better than I can, but it's just <laughs> – it, it's rhythm, it's timing, it's beautiful balance and, and feet. The footwork is unbelievable. What truly makes a great infielder? Absolutely. I mean, you look at those guys, right? And it seemed like they never got a bad hop. So that's when I watch infielders. How routine are these ground balls that they're when, when they feel the ball? Does it look smooth and easy each time? And when you watch it from the side, you know, when you watch it on TV, it just looks like they're in rhythm each time. But it's the prep work before that. It's the reading of the hops, the first step, how they're getting, they're breaking down, they're getting themselves in a position to feel the ball clean, using their feet and their hands together to make the throw across the diamond. It's all the stuff that happens before they feel that ground ball that is really important. And so those guys, I mean, Robbie was so easy. He was so fun to watch. One of my favorites. Vizquel was one of the best yeah. as well. Ozzy was just so acrobatic. I mean, you can, the list goes on and on of infields. You watch Correa. I mean, Correa makes plays that, I mean, it's, it's pretty nice to watch him, the way he moves and gets good angles. Bregman, I mean, Chappie, of course, you know, I'm fortunate to have those guys, but I mean, it's all about the footwork, the timing, the rhythm, making it look effortless when in turn, I mean, they put themselves in a good position to make the play look the way it is. Well, you have that experience with Chapman going back to when he was a kid. Yeah, I had Chappie since he was 12 years old, you know, and I was blessed to 
to coach him a little bit when I was scouting. I had him on my scout ball team and then obviously drafting him and working with him here. And he's a special kid, you know, and he he takes his craft serious. And that's what I try to tell these guys. I said, you watch you watch the best at their position. You watch the Olsons, the Chapmans, the Simeons. They're superstars, but they're out here every single day still getting their work in because it's important to them. You guys are trying to make a name for yourself. And you want to kind of, kind of maybe come out here half in, half out. That's not going to happen here. That's not going to work here. And those guys are taking it together. They've, they've taken it to the next step of being out here. And now we go out, we take our ground balls, and it's fun. There's energy out there. They're competing. They're talking. And and now their defense is fun to them. They come out, they get their work in. They're having fun with it. And it's not hard work. You know, it's just touching base, a little bit of footwork, your handwork. Boom, five minutes. You're done for the day. You've touched on your defense. We're ready to go. You're fully prepared for the game. And whatever happens, happens now. When they make plays on the field, you're seeing the improvements on even Diaz's throws, on his first steps. Look, he's never going to be a guy that's going to be rangy and have the best feet, but he can be pretty good. Like We had him at second base last year and a little bit this year, and, and he made improvements because he felt confident. And feeling his confidence, and you get the confidence from the work that you do on the side. And for me, the most important stuff that we do on a daily basis to help our defense is on the side right here. It's not the ground balls we take during BP. It's not even the ground ball work. It's the stuff we do on the sides right here. How about that guy at second base right now? Because I don't think a lot of people realize how big Zach Geloff is. He was drafted as a third baseman. Yep. He's 6'3". It's not your average size for a second baseman, but obviously the arm issues moved him over there. But talk about the work in progress. It looks really good. But obviously, it's not his natural position. No, I mean, he's just an, an unbelievable athlete. And you hit it on the head. I mean, the guy's a monster. Right, you see him on the field, okay, and then you sit, you stand next to him, you're like, geez, this guy is, he's massive. He could dunk on you. Yeah, I mean, you're seeing the hop, <laughs> you're seeing the hops that he has on some of those line drives. But Zach's a, he's a fun kid. I mean, you, you look at the work ethic and the energy and the passion that he brings every single day. And coming up here, he knew there were some things that he needed to get better. And he's continuously now he, he has his own routine and he feels naked without it, which is good yeah. now. And you're seeing the improvements of him with a little bit of range to his left. We're still working on the double plays to to be able to turn some that need to be turned a little bit quicker. But the kid wants to be great. That's all he cares about, helping the team win. And he's 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 fun to work with. Let's end on this. You're drafted by the A's. You play in the A's system. You've coached in the A's system all these years. You're an ace guy. What does that mean to you, an organizational A's person? Just what does that mean to you in your career? It means a lot. I mean, this is a, the tradition of the Oakland A's is unbelievable. You know, I've been blessed to be here for 20-something plus years, played, scouted on top of that, yeah. coach now and here in the big leagues. And, you know, this is what I want to do. This is kind of my, my personality, you know, grindy kind of, you know, we don't have the best stuff, but we make do, we get out there, we get after it. Kind of like my college mantra of being a dirtbag when I was at Long Beach State. It's kind, no. of what I, it's kind of what I'm accustomed to doing, you know, and this is kind of what I what I like to do and get those gritty type guys and, and make them better and want them to work. And, you know, but the organization, I mean, I've been blessed to be here and then bringing me back every single year. And and I've kind of done everything now. It's crazy. You know, everyone wants, what do you want to do when you grow up? I'm like, God, I don't, I've done everything now. You're doing I'm it. I'm doing it. So <laughs> it's just like I just continue to go out and, and bless with the opportunities that they give me and, you know, being a third base coach and an infield coach is, I, I, you know, I've been a hitting coach. It's, 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 it's been fun. And, and, you know, I love this organization and I'm just blessed to be here and, and be part of it for this long. Well, once again, to me, it, it's the biggest thing is, are people getting better? No matter what your skill level is, no matter how good you're going to be, all human beings, when they work hard, at some point start to get better. Yeah. And that's really what we've seen with your infielders. So I just want to say congratulations. 
we wanted to bring it up here because we know it's been a tough year, but as a coach, your pupils, they're getting better, and that's a big deal. I appreciate it, and I think they're seeing it too, and they're getting more confident, so it's fun to do. Great <laughs> stuff, and uh, next time we'll talk to you, we'll be down spring training. All right, sounds good, Dan. Appreciate it. Well, we got to thank Ricky, of course, Eck, and Eric Martins for all stopping by A's Cast Live, and hopefully you enjoyed right here on A's Unfiltered. Now back to A's Cast, powered by iHeartRadio. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion. Championship team.